In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I don't know how often we actually sit down and consider where some of our food comes from. We sit down, eat a nice steak, perhaps with a side of vegetables, perhaps even with chocolate for dessert. And yes, we know that farmers and ranchers grow and raise much of the produce for our nourishment. But have we considered where on the plant that many of our fruits and vegetables come from? When we eat an apple or an avocado, we are eating the part of the plant that cradles, protects, and nourishes the seed. There are some seeds that we actually eat themselves, like corn off of the cob, or the little seeds that we find in squash and zucchini. We eat seeds, the fruit of trees and vines, all of the time. Seeds are important for all sorts of plants. Grasses put seeds on to help replenish the verge. Trees drop acorns and nuts. Even fruits like oranges and persimmons grow off of trees. It is important to keep the species of plants alive so that they reproduce their genetic material, dropping ten seeds, perhaps even some plants tens of thousands of seeds, on the chance that a few, just a handful, will survive to continue to propagate the plants. It is vital for life that seeds be produced. And like all organisms, the seed needs to be healthy for the plant. And the plant needs to be healthy for the seed with the proper amount of sun, water, good soil, and sometimes even human care. Jesus uses this metaphor of grain falling to the ground to produce new and fresh fruit. One of the things that beginning gardeners and planters have to learn is that seeds are dead. They just don't sprout up at will. Seeds don't grow, but instead are static. However, when the right conditions, the right soil temperature, the right enzymes in the soil, the right amount of water all come together, the seed begins to germinate and sprout, hopefully into a full-grown plant. But the seed, and even sometimes the entire plant, must die so that the seed can die. Jesus is referring to himself in this passage. Jesus must be the grain of wheat that falls to the earth and dies and bears much more fruit by virtue of that one little Seed, And for us, living in this post-crucifixion age, we can see that. We know how the story goes. Jesus dies. We know he will be resurrected. The disciples become zealous missionaries. And then we have the growth. First 12, then 100, then 1,000 believers, millions of believers. It's an exponential increase in the yield of Christians around the world, all sharing their spiritual DNA, as it were, from Jesus, the Savior. 
who died. We see that. We understand it. And we know the story because it's our story. It's the story of the church and of Christianity. But what if Jesus is saying a few things also that are hidden in the text? What if Jesus is not only talking about himself, but about us too? What if Jesus is also telling us that we need to be like seeds that die? Yes, there is martyrdom, the giving of your life by confessing that Jesus is Lord, even when the authorities in the world tell you that by saying that, you will bring about your death. Many places in the world today are still hotbeds of Christian martyrdom. More Christians were martyred in the 20th century than any previous century. And according to various missionary news sources, our current century is on pace to exceed the previous century. Those Christians who gave their life for the faith are indeed like the seeds that fall. Because in almost every instance, people who witness the faith of those killed for being followers of Jesus come to faith themselves by the example of the martyrs. This is part of the reason why we read the stories of the saints and venerate the saints to help us draw strength from common, ordinary men and women like ourselves. There is, however, another type of dying that Jesus refers to many times as well, and it is dying to self, dying to your own needs, desires, wants, perhaps even, we dare to say, our obsessions and vices. In order to serve Jesus, to serve the world in his name. When we die to our own ambitions and our own selfishness, we become like the seeds that produce new plants. If we want to draw more people to Christ, more of our loved ones who we know are lost and believe not in our blessed Lord, the greatest example we can give them is not preaching at them. It's not thumping our Bibles at them. And it isn't condemning them. The greatest witness and sharing of the gospel comes from our own sacrifices, our own dying. Now, I do doubt that many of us here in Portland or in Texas or in the United States will ever be faced with a choice of having to claim Jesus as Lord on one hand or denying him to save our own lives on the other. However, what would this place, our cities and our towns, look like if all Christians took Jesus at his word? Whoever serves me must follow me. 
And where I am, there will my servant be also. Where do we find Jesus? We find Jesus in the places where brokenness and strife are. We find Jesus with the poor, the needy, the sick, the dying. We find Jesus in all the places that the world says he is not. What fruit can we bear alongside Jesus if we die for him? Will you go and serve with Jesus in the places where he is? In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.